Although edited for television, tonight's thriller contains scenes of suspense and violence which may be unsuitable for young viewers. Parental discretion is advised. Oh, what to say? And welcome to the bonus episode of the Otaku Host Club because we're so fucking excited for Mugen Train. Yeah. Beach. So, oh my god. Still coming off the high. Whew. I couldn't sleep last night. Well, it was all right. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I'm going to need the hype level a little higher for this movie. Oh. I took a fancy photo for my Instagram. Your photo does look really, really good. Yeah, so we all decided to go see Mugen Train. It's so funny. We um we all decided to see it on the same night. Yes. Mm-hmm. Me and Jeff went together, but Dan is over in Minneapolis on by so. I know. It was sad. And it was extra confusing because they had two... Uh, concurrent screenings on different screens, but they also had the reserved seats. So people kept going into the wrong screen and oh, sitting wow. in their reserved seat. Yeah. And just, yeah. I, I know this because someone was sitting in my reserved seat. What the Even though I was God. in the right theater. So I'm getting, I'm watching this movie. You're in my seat. Yeah. But thankfully I'm not uh, Corona cautious enough to really be bothered by something like that. So I just sat close to my reserved seat yeah mm. i was bothered by our movie theater not having a single poster yeah we didn't have any posters at ours either i'm extremely bothered by that it would happen in the also, days where people would like hand out posters at the end of a screening yeah when i went to go see um the monogatari movies they had posters they had like uh book um ads that were yeah. like, poster ish like I'm sorry, where's my complimentary poster? Yeah, and, and uh, similarly, when I saw the two first two Rebuild of Evangelion movies in Japan, they had these uh, little um, like like guidebooks, these little programs yeah. for sale. And I don't know if that's every Japanese movie or... It is. Okay. It, well, okay, so it, movies in Japan are quite different from uh, movies in America because uh, movies in America, the thing that you do at the movies is buy shit to eat. Um, whereas like in movies in Japan, they have like merch tables set up outside yeah, yeah. and they sell like merchandise for the movie to promote the movie in the theater. So like when you're coming out of the movie, you can buy all of your crazy merch that you just got asked in the thing. Yeah. So, I want that shit. Um, yeah, no, me too. I want someone to <laughs> be like, a, be like a Otakon artist alley <laughs> of the, of the movie theater hall with a even Slayer merch. I mm-hmm. want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need a little memento to leave with anything. Uh, Something. I just bought. I just. I just bought some Nesso Berry plushies and a shirt. It's like a picture instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I kind of miss. Wish I had saw this in IMAX, but at the same time, I thought the screen size was sufficient. Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I was smack dab in the middle, to be honest. Yeah, you had a good seat. Most definitely. Um, so, yeah, we we got to this movie theater. Um, yeah, it was actually pretty busy, consider, considering COVID and everything. Same. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. The um, the White Marsh teens were were in full swing, uh, causing a ruckus outside when we were walking in. Yeah, there were helicopters flying around. Like, are we in the city still? What's going I on? Know. What the I was fuck? Like, yeah, people are more rowdy <laughs> out here at the movies than they were in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you have not watched this series at all, you and you go to see this movie. Uh, I'm just going to say you're going to be confused as fuck. Yeah, you are. You're not going to understand what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I really... I feel, like you need, I feel like you need to watch at least the first 15 episodes. Or the first two uh, uh, recap movies that came out. Oh, there were two recap movies? There were three recap movies. Oh, word. I, I, so to prep for this, I rewatched the first five episodes and the last five episodes of the TV show. Um, and I felt like that put me in the right headspace to uh, to un- to remember what the fuck was even going on. Yeah. Jeffrey watched it all. Yeah, uh, yeah re- better, better. Yeah. Second rewatch was it was good. It was uh, it was it was good to remember the names because I I'm awful with names, especially in this era of Japan. For whatever reason, I find names a lot harder to remember. They're longer. They have more syllables. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh yeah so um watching it a second time was great and it just it felt very natural transition between the two Uh, i I felt like like, picked up right where it left off yeah for me yeah i was crying i gotta say i i really like when these movies feel like just one long episode and it's the next episode. The made in the Abyss movie was like that too, where it just picks up immediately as kind of the next, what would otherwise be the next episode from where the TV series left off. And Luke and train is yeah, like that to a T it literally starts with the ending scene of episode 26 of the series. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I like the, the kind of ruthless, you know, just for the fans style. I think it makes for a better movie experience. Absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah. I had to do some digging, but they apparently they, the reason why they made this a film was because of the fact they couldn't fit this arc into a TV show. Like in one season, there just wasn't enough. Yeah. uh, It wasn't enough story. And I, and I don't think they were expecting it to be as popular as it was initially. So they're like, well, it's dramatic and it has all the elements of a of a movie. Let's just make it into a film. So, yeah, that was definitely definitely the right decision because I was thinking about how this could have been adapted to a TV show, and it would have been like in terms of screen time of the movie onto a TV show, it would have been what like three to four episodes for an hour and a half movie. It was two hours, so maybe four or five. Oh, okay, it was two hours. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. four or five episodes. So you would have, like, three, feasibly, like, three episodes of them battling the train, and then one or two episodes of battling the upper moon. And, Um, yeah, I just don't think it would have been... I could have watched this movie for two more hours. I was in it. I was ready. (laughs) Like, it had me so engaged. Like, I could have watched two more hours of this. Yeah, so what uh what did you find so engaging about it? What did you like? Um, I just really love the character designs. Like the um the uh, Akaza, the uh, main bad guy. He was so cool looking. Yes. 
Well, I guess he wasn't the main one. He was the one that happened at the end. But the train yeah. was cool, too. Uh, the only thing I, like, obviously, like, the CG was not it. <laughs> when the CG was, like, when there was a ton of CG, because, like, at one point, the, um, what's his, what's it, what's even his name? Enmu? Enmu, the, uh, the guy who turns into the train. Yeah. He, like, turns into a train and, like, is all gooey. And the CG, when it's, like, a, a ton of his goo train, it doesn't look that great. But when all yes. of the hands were coming out and when, a, when the little, like, little tentacles are coming out, like, you know, in small, in small doses, the CG was, was good. But yeah, I, I do understand what you mean, but it didn't bother me. And I, yeah, no. because the, it looked similar to the TV show, in my opinion, in a mm-hmm. way that, I mean, on the one hand, I guess I understand that a movie ought to look better than a TV show. But on the other hand, as we were kind of touching on, with the Wonder Egg Priority episode, uh, television anime looks better now than it ever has before in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. I think Demon Slayer is a good example of that. Demon Slayer oh, really looks great, and this movie looks equally great. Is just uh, that level of consistency in the franchise? I think is mm-hmm. really excellent. Yeah, I when I was rewatching the TV the TV series, I was like. I honestly cannot believe I didn't notice how good the CG is in it because it seems it is seamless. Like the two, there's like 2D elements and 3D elements, like all in the same thing. And it just like looks good. It doesn't like take you out of it. Whereas like I always say like wit fuck me up with that because when they're riding through the long planes, I'm like, this looks so bad. Whereas like in Demon Slayer, I feel like they mix the two really well. So it kind of hides what, what is CG and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good on UFO Table. I've, we've, I've gone back and forth with how to pronounce the studio's name. UFO Table or UFO Table? I think it's UFOtable. 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 Because <laughs> the, op- <laughs> the opening credits had, had, uh, they had a little animation of a, a UFO landing mm-hmm. and like yeah. doing something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, oh, that could be another way of saying it, but it's not abbreviated. Yeah. Yeah. I also I had the exact same thought when I saw the the little opening credit. I was like, "Oh, ua, UFO table is UFO table." <laughs> <laughs> it's never really. I watch a, I watch a lot of seasonal anime reviews, and then everyone everyone says UFO table. So that's what I say too. <laughs> I would have thought UFO table as well. UFO table. I thought UFO table. <laughs> You did, did you? You did, did you? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's it's crazy to think that this movie came out in October last year, and it's already like the it is the highest grossing film of all time in Japan. Mm -hmm. It beat out fucking Spirit Away and Your Name. It beat out Your Name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, $444 million is a lot of money worldwide. And I think yeah. the uh, the uh, mangaka only made like twenty thousand US dollars off of it. Damn! <laughs> I was like, I feel bad for the dude. Or is it, I know. Is it a woman? Go, go and buy the manga. Go buy the manga so yeah. we get more money. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to now. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to read it, but I would like to have the set on my shelf. I am a mm. Demon Slayer fangirl now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, so this this movie picks up um, right after chapter fifty three, 
of the manga. And I, before, I think last night I um, just did a little digging of the in the actual manga because I feel like the manga is um, it's not vastly different, but I think what they did with the movie is exceptional con- considering what they had to what to work with. Like you, okay, so you can use the manga as like storyboarding to create um, a film or anime series, and I think they they really like what's the word they um, they're able to to bring you into this world that has a lot more depth and like tone and atmosphere, and that's what worked I think for the movie. Um, and I think it works better in a theater. Mm. Perhaps if we watched it at home, it wouldn't be as mm. the immersion. Um, the immersion, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And just and just that that part of it is what I loved. Yeah, I mean, I really, I do. Th- I if if I could see it again, I would definitely see it in IMAX mm-hmm. uh, because the sound design, I think, is what really sets this movie apart. Really? Um, and I think they do this in the series as well. Where I mean, the series is about breathing and about uh, being so concentrated on your breathing that you can do things like heal yourself and you know, um, like fight really well. And it's all about breathing. So there's points in in the movie and the series where the characters are fighting, and in the middle of the battle, they've stopped and they started. Um, breathing to do whatever kind of like technique they're about to do and the music stops with it and you can basically only hear them breathing and i feel like this sets the tone Mm. for a fight for me if if you're going with like a crazy song and the song i mean the songs that are in demon slayer are like a mix of like old stuff like old like gongs and like japanese i feel like Edo period music mixed with like beats that's like really cool and then like when the song stops and you get that moment of like breath from the character and from the song and then it starts back up as soon as they like gain their power or whatever like that shit is like immersive for me yeah i do like the the franchise's focus on breathing that's a really interesting mechanic it makes their style of martial artsness a lot more realistic or at least i find it more realistic uh but it also makes me think a lot about my own breathing because i don't really think very consciously about breathing even when i'm at the gym but maybe i should mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yoga man if you, yoga, fire. Yeah, yeah, if you think true. about your breathing yeah. you could uh you could heal yourself on the inside if you get stabbed in the tummy yeah <laughs> yeah the thing that i liked about this movie is that guy Rengoku. that was his name mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, the, I love the anime trope of the like somewhat socially awkward yet also charismatic guy that's got such like earnest and bombastic manly spirit you know mm-hmm. like that that guy Rengoku was definitely cut of a similar cloth as like Kamina you know and, mm-hmm. and I like I like this kind of anime character a lot a lot a lot a lot yeah, yeah. I feel like Inosuke is the bad version of that and Rengoku yeah. is like the good version yeah, of that I agree <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so uh i think we should just do like a round table too let's just let's say say what's say our piece if you will i feel like dan is uh might be the <laughs> the, the the have the opposing opinion on this one i don't know 
want to hear what you think, Dan. Uh, it, it's not even opposing, really. I, okay. I, I liked it just fine. Yeah, I thought it was totally... It's when you add the just fine <laughs> is what gets me. So, what I... It was just fine. Yeah. Do you know what score that is on Mal? That is like a... Seven. Um, six. It was like a seven <laughs> out of ten for me. If I was going to score this out of ten, I would... Uh, well, I would give this like an eight out of ten, I think. Um, okay. Like, I, 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 like, I like Demon Slayer. It's you know, cut is the genre that I, a genre that I enjoy, but it's similar to the TV show. Yeah. There's parts about it. Like what hits and sits well for me are tend to be the action sequences. Like I, I like when everybody's battling and I like the kind of thematic framing that comes with some of the battles, but the character writing doesn't, Sometimes it works well for me and sometimes it doesn't. And the humor is just like never funny to me. And on the one hand, that's not really a problem. Like I think similar as like Full Metal Alchemist, the humor doesn't hit for me either, but I don't hold that against Full Metal Alchemist. You know, Naruto has like two funny parts in the entire franchise, but I don't hold that against Naruto. I guess the reason why I'm more apt to hold that against Demon Slayer is because the the humor parts are so weirdly conspicuous in comparison to the rest of the show. Or, like, maybe because, like, Naruto is, like, kind of an immature show in general, Demon Slayer, to me, comes across as being far more mature like full metal alchemist like it's trying to be a more adult kind of story but you know whereas full metal alchemist has these like one second you know visual gags that are kind of easy to move on from demon slayer puts a lot more focus on the idea that this stuff is supposed to be funny and it just doesn't really hit for me and the uh but i there was there was a group of people next to me that were sitting in my assigned seat. Thank you very much. What the um, fuck? And they were laughing their asses off the whole way through, and thought that this was like all all the like every and these are people that are like our age from from like a quick glance, and like every time there was a funny moment on screen, they were all cracking up and laughing. I was like, what? the fuck like you're blowing my fucking mind man like who like i've always wondered who finds this stuff funny it's like really people our age these people here think this is funny oh, what the fuck but i don't mean to sound that judgmental it's okay you know it's whatever um, i feel like um that is kind of because it's adapted from a manga because if you if you like read manga um, a lot, and I know especially in Dr. Stone, uh, there'll be like page breaks or like in between yeah. a yeah, chapter yeah, 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 break yeah. that's like a gag situation. And this is what I talk, this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about comedy in anime. If you're going to be a serious anime, I don't need the comedy breaks. But if it's like integral to the story, like I'm okay with it. But like, I do understand where you're coming from, Dan, because a lot of the times I'm like, okay, we get it. Like this, this trope is, we, we get that Inosuke is going to be really loud and brash. Like we get that Zenitsu is going to cry all the time. Like you don't need to play up those parts as much because it is extremely serious when it does get into the battles and the fighting and, 
you know, the spiritualness of the anime. Yeah. And that, that battle at the end was crazy good. And I was so stressed out that uh, the upper moon guy got away. It was extremely disappointing. Yeah. I, I, want, I think they're yeah. going to do something with him because uh, Tanjiro's sword got stuck in him. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that that might get the job done, actually. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. Um, but why did that guy, why did the upper moon just mysteriously appear? I couldn't figure that out. Like, why was he there? Hmm. It really, it to make him, to, to, to make him um, a cool fight and kill Ren Goku. Yeah. But, um, uh, I understand from a storytelling. Well, I, yeah, I understand from like a forced storytelling perspective, but I'm saying like in story, like with in story logic, why was that guy there? Um, I think that he was there because Enmu had made it a point of saying that he was uh, a lower. He was like lower one, wasn't he? Yeah, he was lower one, and that he wanted to um, eat all these people, gain a bunch of power, and then go battle an upper. Yeah, and yeah. and and uh, Akaza appear appears and is an upper. I think that. Oh, yeah, I I just he was I'm still power. I'm still waiting to see why why did Akaza show up at that place at that time? Mm-hmm. I got no idea. That that bothered me in the movie too when that guy mm-hmm. showed up. I was sitting there thinking, why why is this guy here? Like yeah. he never at any it's not like at some point he goes, I was watching Inmu because I think he's some dumb piece of shit and I knew his plan was going to fail and I was going to laugh about it. Or, and he wasn't like Inmu challenged me because he was going to eat all these people and then come try to beat me up and take my rank in the upper moons. But he's, uh, you know, but fuck him. He's already dead. Now I'm going to kill you. You know, like there wasn't, there wasn't any like kind of weaving of plot to demonstrate why Akaza would just show up out of the forest at that juncture. I think when that was happening, I was more focused on why he looked so much like Sukuna from Jujutsu Kaisen and I didn't even <laughs> notice that. I was like, yo, what's Sukuna doing in Demon Slayer, y'all? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But okay. Overall, I give this in yeah, seven, <laughs> eight out of 10, a week, eight out of 10. It's great. It's a movie. It looks great. Sounds great. The great is a nine Rengoku. on Malgan. And I give it a seven out of ten because it's not Damn. great enough. <laughs> it's great, but it just didn't sit. It didn't hit me in the right ways. Yeah, I um, I love this movie. I love Demon Slayer as a franchise. Uh, I. I don't know what it is about Demon Slayer. I think it's because like Tanjiro is so emotional and he has so much heart in him that like I just want to see him succeed. And I'm and like honestly, like his bond with Nezuko, I think, is why I keep coming back to this one because it is so strong. And like if you've had a sibling uh relationship that's as strong as that, like you just know how much it hurts him that his family is gone, you know, and that couldn't do anything about it and like bitch in this movie i was crying the whole time i was like oh my god they're getting me they have the same uh the same song that they have in the series when all the sad moments happen that song i don't know who sings it but man that just like makes me cry i hear it and then i watch tanjiro like being with his family and like having to leave them because it's like a dream world and i'm just like i want him to stay in the dream world too <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I love this franchise. Uh, I love Lisa. I made a point about that um, when we were driving home. I think that Lisa is like top person uh, for me in anime openings and endings like mm. i love anything she does anything she does can like invoke emotion out of me um i hope that she does all of the music for the rest of demon slayer forever uh but yeah so i give this i give the movie a nine because also i didn't really like the cg <laughs> the cg in parts like didn't take me out of it but i was like Ugh. i'm like noticing that it's cg mm. Yeah, well, to your point about the comedy, Dan, it's uh, I think it kind of reinforces the fact that this is still a shonen show, yeah. and it's sort of yeah, it, it does feel childish. And I think like what makes it feel childish um, is what is kind of endearing too about it. Like I like it's it's familiar. A lot of this is familiar to me. Like I think of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z a lot when I watch this show. Um. Because it it doesn't like what it what it it doesn't do a whole lot of new things, but it's still fresh, and I think mm-hmm. it's got style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, very, it's got style. Yeah, it's very yeah, absolutely. And I think Jujutsu Kaisen has the same characteristic as well when I watch it. But you know, when I read the manga, I'm thinking, oh, this is like very stripped down and kind of feels like a gag comedy. It's not the maturity is not as uh, not the same and Mm. going back to like the music and the sound production that's that's what does it for me like you know and at the end of the day the music is just top notch i i think i got the uh about the box sets the limited um you know edition box sets of the demon slayer manga uh no i'm sorry the uh actual anime of the demon slayer anime yeah and it does it come with a soundtrack? It does. <gasps> it does. Oh, nice one. Yeah. So that I, Ooh, I'm gonna I'm probably going to put that in my car for the next. <gasps> I get to listen to it when we go to work. Yeah. yeah. You just cry. We can cry on the way to work <laughs> every day. I will. I will cry. My God. Suck me up with that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a sucker for music. Like if it, if it hits the right notes, it, no matter what, it can be like a stupid scene and I'm still emotionally mm-hmm. like drained from it oh, I'm balling I was balling when we were watching the movies I was balling <laughs> when I was watching the show each week mm-hmm. like I watched episode 19 like 8 times in a row because it was so powerful um, I'm gonna buy I'm buying the Blu-ray of this movie I'm watching it all the time yeah if they, if they did this movie like if the movie and the TV show were done and it was really low production value I'm thinking in like 90s production value. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I I think it wouldn't be. It wouldn't have the same caliber. I wouldn't. I wouldn't appreciate it as much. Mm. Um, but yeah, the movie. I I think just on the merits alone of like as animation goes, it's just animation. Like, like ten out of ten, easily. And I think the uh, the CG parts were at times abrasive, but I think uh, it's a, you can easily overlook those things because everything else was so good. Um, but the tone, atmosphere, everything was great about it. Um, and this, this, the dream sequences are probably my favorite. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw Soul. 
Pixar movie. Nope. Uh, it it was taking me back to the scenes of the sprites, uh, particularly in Tanjiro's dream, when uh, the boy's walking with the sprites and they're like leading him to the to the uh, soul. What was it called? Like the little sphere. Um, Spiritual the- core. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, and he starts crying because <laughs> I don't know. It's just like that part kind of resonated with me a bit. Because Tanjiro's soul is so beautiful. It's blue yeah, skies. I thought that was nice. Yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh, I, it was so cute. I thought that was real nice. Very, very much a spirited away moment. Hmm. I think those those things are hard to capture, and uh, and done well, you know. What do you guys think of the um, the other dream sequences? Do you think those worked? I think it's really cool that um, that uh, we got to see a little bit of Rengoku's backstory because in the anime you don't really get that. You just get like this like cool ass looking Hashira, um, and to know that he's all that he also struggles with like things like wanting to please his dad and be seen and just be appreciated, mm-hmm. and the fact that like by the end of the movie, like at least five, four or five people like appreciate him. That was really. Yeah. Zenitsu's dream was so fucking cute though. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought the uh, Zenitsu dream and the Boarhead dream were both quite good, but I, their soul landscapes I thought were mm, like confusing or underwhelming or something. Like when they when they cut through the dream, when when their aggressors cut through the dream and enter into their soul landscape with Tanjiro, the soul landscape is, you know, this big bright blue sky and you know clear shallow water with cute little sprites. And Rengoku is just this big burning fiery landscape, you know, and it's mm-hmm. hot as fuck. But Zenitsu's is pure darkness, but he like just pops around. <laughs> With the scissors trying to be spooky, but isn't that exactly the opposite of his personality? Because and maybe that's the point, the idea that he's always scared. So his inner personality, like his inner soul landscape is like just thinking like it's like a scare, scary place because it's thinking about all the bad things that might jump out and get at him. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was a weird, like a weird mirroring situation there. And with, with, well, Boarhead guy, I don't even get what the fuck was going on, really. Like his inner soul in his inner soul landscape was more caves, just like his dream. Even though for everyone else, the dream landscape and the inner soul landscape were totally different, his is just coincidentally the same. So I, I, think, I, I, I thought think it was they confusing. Were pushing, I thought they were pushing that he doesn't have that much depth. Caves have a lot of depth. That's the point. Well, like caves are de- are deep, and but like his, but the fact that his soul landscape is exactly the same as his uh, dream just, is uh, like, oh, well, he's not emotionally okay. Deep. Okay, that's fair. He's a simple man. Okay, simple Cause, man, simple. Because when I reach the end of the dream, the wall there, it's like yeah, it's like their inner consciousness, right? Once they once yeah. they break through that, it's kind of like Inception a little bit. Yeah, uh, in that way, and I think it was just cool. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, I thought it was cool. 
And I thought I thought the other two dreams were were like appropriately funny and and like engaging and and had a showed yeah was a a good framing of those characters. Yeah, I thought they were good. But there's a difference, you know, when I say appropriately funny, there's a difference between like, oh, that's kind of witty and interesting versus the people next to me that were like guffawing and thought that it was just <laughs> hilarious. Like they were laughing out loud that at like all the little uh, um, animal sprites of all the other characters as Inosuke was bossing them around. And they were like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not that funny, guy. Like, good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we had a group like Dan that. Just being an old grump in the movie theater. <laughs> Here with a commentary is a grumpy old man. Hello, grumpy old man. Uh, I definitely felt like I was at a con at points with the with the Yeah, monster. remember remember when we went to go see My Heroes, Two Heroes, Two Towers, whatever the oh, fuck that yeah. My Hero People were raving at that. People were fuck, freaking the fuck out in that one. You were not wiling out like that in this one. Yeah, people. I was kind of upset because I was like, I want some, like, I was waiting for someone to, like, scream as soon as they saw Tanjiro or scream as soon as they saw Mexico. Yeah, it was not like that in my theater either. Very somber. No, people were, were, I mean, yeah, people were laughing during the funny parts. And yeah, it was quiet during the somber parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing's gonna top when we saw Promare. For me, nothing's gonna top when we saw Promare oh, at Otakon. That was the best. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh that um, uh, one Otakon. I don't know. I'm. I don't think you were there, Dan. I think Jeff was probably there when we saw the live action Kite or Kite or whatever you want to pronounce it. Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. I like that atmosphere <laughs> as well. That was fucking fun. Yeah, you can only watch the movie like that at like one a.m. In a, in a dark room. Like, that's just, <laughs> yeah. that's perfect for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, overall, I, I'd go see it again. I would oh, hop man, in the car yes. tonight and go see it again. Oh, bless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it should be out uh, June 22nd, apparently, on major platforms. And you can watch the first season on Netflix. And what, Funimation site? You can watch it on Crunchyroll. Oh, well, then you can watch it on Birth. <laughs> okay. Any other thoughts? I think there is a, um, there's a manga that was released just for Kyojuro Rengoku's character. There's more backstory. So I think I'm going oh. to go check that out. Very what, cool. See oh, what yeah. it's all about. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, I want to know more about my guy. He was cool. It's too bad that he's gone. Like, that's oh, that's something I want to bring up. Um, I thought that this movie was going to have a major plot point that if you didn't see the movie, you wouldn't get season two if and when season two is happening. Um, and I was absolutely right because, like, Rengoku's not going to be in season two. <laughs> Yeah, he did. And if he comes back in season two, that's just going to be real weird. Yeah, he's not coming back. Also, what's up with that crying bird? I thought that was weird. <laughs> what do you mean? That was his crow. Yeah, Carol, oh, that was me. his crow. That was his crow that had to go deliver the news to all of the other Hashiras that he was dead. <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't put it together that that was his specific crow. 
oh my god that made me cry even harder i'm like man now his crow doesn't even get to like deliver anything for him yeah i i just thought it, I, I thought it was a random observation crow i didn't i didn't realize that that was his particular crow yeah did you notice that the heart Hashiro's crow had had a little bonnet on? I thought that yeah, was cute. Yeah, I did. I love <laughs> her so much. Part of me was like hoping that she had a prominent role in the movie because I just want to see her. <laughs> no, I, I just want to see. I, I just want to see Rengoku eat more. Delicious. That's what Delicious. I'm. Yeah. Delicious. The mo- Yeah. <laughs> when he was eating like that, that's when I was like. This is my dude, man. I can tell this guy's cool <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> I want to start eating like that too. I was Tanjiro. I was like, okay, we get it. <laughs> goggle eyes. <laughs> is that what Inosuke calls him? Goggle eyes or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right. The last thing I want to make a point of, I, I did enjoy the uh, the teamwork from Tanjiro and Anosuke when they're trying to break the spine yeah. of the train. I thought that was well done. Yeah. Yeah, the uh it's interesting that the boarhead was the saving grace in trying to avoid getting put into the dream. Oh, I also I uh, I also was thinking when they were fighting him that they were gonna have to also kill his hand or like burn his hand up or something because the demon's hand was the thing that was like making all of the things happen it's like ooh 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 and when his hands teeth would like clack together oh, nice nice foley there was, like oh my gosh it was, I was like oh it was very vampire hunter D to me mm-hmm. it's so cool all, everything about this movie had style <laughs> like this ain't no like heroes trying to save the day bullshit this is like cool ass people doing martial arts like fucking other people's days up like it's so cool i was surprised by the number of humans that decided they would uh just just side with the demons on this they were like put me into the dream i'll do anything you want if you just put me into the dream yeah easily easily uh tricked and fooled huh yeah, easily swayed. I don't know. Would you guys? Would you guys do do and do anything to get into the dream? No. I have a I have a Tanjiro approach to, to that. Yeah, it's nice, but to like also, cut your own head it's off. Not rea- no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that he can't stay in the dream world because the dream world is just a dream. That's not reality, and he's got to be present in reality. Yeah. Those children don't understand. <laughs> They're just children who are traumatized by something that, and that's all they want is to be in their dream. Dream forever. What about you, Jeff? Are you doing anything it takes to get into the dream? Uh, no, I'm too realistic. Dreams are, I like to wake up out of dreams. I'm like, I'm ready to get up and uh, live my life. Mm. <laughs> not live, uh, not live in the, pre- in the past, but mm. That's just me. I do. I do admire like cutting your own head, like cutting. Like, I, can you think of a time in the dream where you've committed suicide? I think Tanjiro was able to do that over and over and over and over again. It was interesting. 
I definitely have not killed myself in a dream, <laughs> but I do lucid dream a lot or like I will be in a dream, wake up, come back, go back to the dream mm. where I left off. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Astral. I also like know that I'm in a dream. I'm like, oh man, bitch, I'm in a dream. Why can't, why can't this door just open? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was hoping one of the monsters from a uh, wonder egg priority would show up in one of the dreams. I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a pass from all of us, right? Everyone should go see Mugen Train. Yeah. Yeah. If you like absolutely. the franchise, go see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have no context whatsoever, this movie is, is not for you. <laughs> Unless you just like really good animation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless you don't care. Yeah. You don't care. <laughs> you just, if you just want to see some bomb ass fights and good animation. Yeah. yeah. If you want to know what all the talk is, talk and buzz is about. So yeah, um, if you enjoyed this episode, we will be back hopefully soon. Uh, but you can listen to our last episode, Wonder Egg Priority review, and with seasonal stuff. But yeah, this was just meant to be a quick review of the show. Not with our normal segments that we do. Hope you enjoyed it. Check out all of our other stuff. Uh, we're on YouTube now, so you can you can watch us sometimes if, if, if you so choose. If you want to look at our faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we were supposed to be on a little hiatus, but uh, this, uh, this movie has brought us out. Yeah, it's an event. It's an anime event. It's the anime event it of the is. season. It really is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, and we'll catch you on our normal episodes. Bye. Signing off. Oh, it's coming.